0: Alright, let's get to it. Welcome to another episode of Fan Speculation. I'm CJ Palmisano, And I'm Vinny Carini. Welcome to the podcast. Boom. We have a lot to talk about this week. This week we're going to be talking about a, it's a double review episode. Hell yeah. We haven't had one of those in a long time, have it's we? It's been a special Wednesday. It's, it's been a very special Wednesday. The first time ever in Disney Plus's short history they've allowed a Star Wars and a Marvel show to appear at the exact same time, they're like, "Fuck it, we're just gonna throw these two in a pit." Why they couldn't do it for Hawkeye and Book of Boba is beyond me. But yeah. I digress. Anyway, uh, we're gonna be re- reviewing episodes four of Kenobi, and we're going to be reviewing the debut episode of Miss Marvel. Kamala Khan. If you're unaware of that, go back to future, ep- uh, past episodes rather. Yeah, just about every ending. That was maybe a month ago. We, we probably came up with that the whole Kamala Khan. Dude, that's because it sounded like a fucking. Titan, like a like a like an ancient warrior, Genghis Khan. Hell yeah, <laughs> is like great 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 uh, <laughs> uh, grand, granddaughter or grandniece. <laughs> Even though she's <laughs> Pakistani he's Asian. Yeah. Well, no, isn't
1: uh, like like what is it like 11 percent of the world's population has Genghis Khan DNA or something like that?
0: 11 percent, something like that. That's a pretty big number. Uh, I didn't expect that. Maybe there's a little bit of Genghis Khan in all of us. Dude, who knows how many times he fucked. Uh, Yeah, well, anyway. Uh, We're going to be talking about Miss Marvel later on in the program. We're going to be reviewing Kenobi. Uh, But first and foremost, we'll talk a little bit. uh, We got a little bit of a Thor Love and Thunder uh, clip that came out today. Hell yeah. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder tickets go on sale on Monday. This coming Monday, I believe. Boom. So um <Hanım modulation> I know we went to go see Spider-Man No Way Home on the Thursday premiere and for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness Multiverse of Madness Thursday night premiere um I'll be honest cuz I think I've said it to you before I'm okay with seeing this on like a Saturday night. <coughs> yeah, I don't have to go anywhere near Like, opening. Like I'm really okay with seeing this on Saturday night. I will just stay the fuck off of Twitter and Instagram and just because people will just fucking spoil things. I, I, no, I
1: tell you what. I, th- I feel like the spoilers have gone down. You know, like the people who are spoiling shit have gone down. Of course, I think nowadays if you spoil something, you're knowing that you're being a troll.
0: Yeah, because I actually got spoiled by something from Stranger Things. Uh, because oh, yeah? Ashley and I first just started watching. We, we left off on episode three. Uh, and I got spoiled by somebody that's no longer going to be in the show anymore. And I won't spoil it for anybody who's watched the show, but I'll tell you who spoiled it for me afterward. I saw it on Facebook. Oh, this is you're talking about season one, episode three? No, I'm talking about the entire season. I found out something major that happened th- because of a fucking meme. Well, I saw all of Stranger Things. I, I, I know you did, but I only, I only left off at episode three. Oh, okay. And something got spoiled for me and I'm only on the third episode.
1: Alright.
0: Anyway. Uh well do do, do you want to say what it was? No, I don't want to say what it was because for anybody who's listening to this and hasn't seen all of Stranger Things Spoiler yet. Spoiler warning. I, if no, this is <laughs> I don't want to talk about Stranger Things oh, okay. right now. That's all right. I think we should do a full Stranger Things review once you and I have watched the whole uh first half of the uh fourth season. Okay. Um also apparently they're doing a fifth one. A, oh, well, yeah, yeah, a, a yeah, fifth, comes, July 1st. No, 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 a fifth and final season. Like, season four is broken up into two parts, but I thought this was it. Apparently, there's a fifth one happening now. We're going to
1: end it right after I'm done speaking, and then we're going to move on to Kenobi. Okay. All right? The reason why they're going to do a fifth season is because of the guy, the Mind Flayer. Right now, they're handling this guy, Vecna. Vecna is just one of the Mind Flayer's generals, as Dustin said in the in, in the beginning of the show.
0: I don't know if I saw him say that. Oh. Again, I only got on Episode 3, but that's not spoiling too much. No, that's not. Anyway. But essentially,
1: uh, Vecna is just like the the VP boss before you fight the final uh, okay. boss. okay.
0: So he's like... So for Star Wars fans, even though I didn't play this game, he's like fighting the third sister before you get to Vader. Boom. Okay, anyway. Uh, anyway, so let's just move on. Uh, Thor 11 Thunder. Uh, I think... Um, Safe to say, again, I would want to go see this on a Saturday night. James says he wants to go see it on a Saturday. He said he wants to come see it with us. Dope. Uh, so that's good there. We saw a little bit more of more the Guardians there. Rocket said something along the lines of, I thought you said this would be like a, a pleasant holiday. I thought you said this going to be a pleasant holiday. And uh, Thor said, no, no, no. I said it's going to be like a pleasant holiday. <laughs> so I was going, we're going to die. Because <laughs> he's gleefully screaming and laughing. Uh, movie looks fucking fun. I, oh, they yeah. showed the clip again of Zeus flicking off... Uh, Thor's Thor's Rope you flick too hard damn it (laughs) Um, I mean I would love to see Vince McMahon in that situation oh yeah because he goes you flick too hard damn it (laughs) so sorry for raping your ears Uh, anyway um, because my thing for Thor 11 Thunder is like I'm excited for it but I'm not as excited as I was for No Way Home or Multiverse of Madness you know and I think Thor 11 Thunder will probably be, be bigger than Ragnarok one, uh, once all said and done here 100% uh, But I'm but looking forward to it So we'll probably see like the Saturday of the opening weekend probably Yeah whatever yeah so, yeah so sorry for us talking about our plans for future movies Anyway <laughs> uh, Anyway uh, we gotta give a quick birthday shout out to Our honorary third co-host and good friend Andreas Palakaris Here's to you my friend Hell yeah That's for you buddy Happy birthday my man I know he's listening And I'm sure he's had a really great great fucking day Hell yeah uh we gotta get him back in the podcast soon asap yeah if i mean my busy schedule i mean he's probably busy tonight you know probably yeah i remember it's his birthday he's, Oh, of course he's gonna be spending with the lovely wife and the, and the lovely pups you Hell know yeah. he's gonna have a nice time so anyway hi birthday bud hope you uh, well this is we're recording this the night of your birthday your birthday was yesterday when we released this so we hope you, so we hope you had a good birthday yeah. There you go. We hope you had a good birthday. Anyway, uh, now that we're all chit-chatting and bullshitting, why don't we get into Kenobi? Hell yeah. All right. So um, this was episode four of six episodes for Keno- the Kenobi series. Here's a very, very interesting uh, take here with as far as Kenobi goes. I looked on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you know what the current audience score for Kenobi was? Well, at least that I last checked. People bugging out? The audience score for Kenobi is 58. Wow. That's bad. It is bad. And the critic score is 86, 88, I think. I know. And here's my thing. I think we need to wait to see how things play out, honestly. Yeah. Um, I will admit that I do think maybe the show got a little overhyped considering it's Hugh McGregor coming back. Um, I really, really think that they are saving some really epic shit for the fifth and sixth episode. Oh, for sure. I mean, they only gave us a taste of Vader and Kenobi in episode three, which currently is still my favorite episode. I think we're going to get a fight.
1: But during the fight
0: between Vader
1: and Kenobi, I think Vader is not going to have any armor on. I think he'll
0: have armor, but I really am thinking that no helmet or something. Like I think that. it's gonna be like the helmet we're missing, like because because as much as we, I much as I love that James Earl Jones has returned to play the voice of Obi Wan Kenobi, I really don't think you bring back Hayden Christensen for no reason. I mean, yeah, we saw him in the vision in, the, in episode three in in his robe, and then we saw him in the back of the tank he, healing up. I really think we're gonna see Vader like uh hayden christensen vader in you know that like because there is an image out there like he's on mustafar his lightsaber is ignited but the top half of his helmet is missing and the lava is just exploding everywhere so i really do think they'll maybe they'll have another fight on mustafar or something i don't know that would be really cool because some of the concept art was showing that they were fighting on mustafar not like from the revenge of the sith but like the the show like, Vader versus old, like, older Kenobi yeah like this Kenobi versus Darth Vader um, I think uh, I think one thing we should talk about a little bit before going to a bit of like you know comment what we thought of the episode is um, I guess the criticism you know um, yeah that's really surprising we did you know we did see a video well we did see that recently. Uh, Moses Ingram, I think her name is, who plays Riva, the third sister, the Sith Inquisitor. She's
1: definitely the reason why the show's tanked. Well,
0: that's well, I think that there's a lot of people who don't like her, and I think it's a thing of I'm she. One of them. Well, I know you don't like her, uh, but I think the thing is, is that a lot of people are giving her hate. It's a very similar thing to Daisy Ridley as Rey, and then uh, I can't remember the actress' name who played Rose in the sequel tr- uh, sequel trilogy. But mm-hmm. I think it's a similar thing to that, where there a lot of I think a lot of it is. Um, they are against her, like you know, because they don't like her character. And there have Lucasfilm. I think we talked about this briefly last week. The Lucasfilm pretty much said, like, we stand with her. She is Star Wars, something to that effect. Um, and you, even you and McGregor saying, you know, you know, if you're sending hateful comments to her, racist comments, uh, you know, I don't use a Star Wars fan. Now, I, it's not because I was watching. Well, I was. Well, and, there's no reason for any of that. No, I, I think. I think um, I just don't like her cringy acting. No, I know. And I was watching uh, Ben Shapiro do something. And if you hate me for watching the Shapiro video, I mean, come on. Was
1: <laughs> it how I'd, how? I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. No. How sick would it be if like if the third sister didn't even exist and it was just the Asian dude
0: who was like hunting Obi Wan? Like a Ronin. I mean, he wasn't given much of stuff in Rebels, and he's not given much stuff now, and that's the guy who plays Han. I feel like which, he, which, by the way, I was wrong. That's not the guy who plays Gil, uh, Gilgamesh in Eternals. That's the guy who plays Han in Fast and Furious movies. Hell yeah, great actor. Yeah. But, like, how sick would it be if there was, like, you know, it, it, like kind of put like a, some type of Japanese fucking samurai twist? I mean, I think it would be cool, but I think the thing is, like and and we might get in some hot water about this you know but we're gonna fucking talk about things and we're not gonna you know hold back and i will say like when it came to the shapiro video he's a big star wars fan and there are some things with him i'm like okay you know like i agree with what you're saying but this thing i was just kind of like it's how he was approaching it and again he's bringing the whole like oh disney woke leftism and all that i'm like i don't necessarily think it's all of that but like he also said something. He also said something online, like, "No, I will, I, I will not be watching Obi Wan because I refuse to give money to a company that in, in, in sexually indoctrinates kids. That, that, that is not what I'm here for." Oh wow, he just went right into that. He was going. I'm like, dude, slow, chill, slow chill, down, Ben, chill the fuck <laughs> out, man. Come on, chill the fuck out. We've seen you have good conversations, with people. Yeah. Just chill. I, I, it's it's his shtick though, man. It's his fucking yeah. shtick. He knows it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look at these p- t- pictures of my sister. I, 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 <laughs> Look at I've, these I've, pictures I've, of my I've, sister. I, I've literally been staring at them hours. Look how big her tats are. <laughs> 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 oh man. And- <laughs> <laughs> anyway, getting away from getting Ed away Ed definitely does a great impression of Ben Shapiro. That is that's my Ben Shapiro. I know, I know, but I'm saying like I don't, Ed, I don't think Ed Ed, definitely does that. Our, our friend Ed, I don't think he actually laughs his ass off when he hears my Ben I'm, Shapiro.
1: You do great impressions of a lot of different people. Well, thank you very
0: much. You, what, do. you wanna hear you do all the impressions on the show. You wanna hear Ben Shapiro talk to Majorman Randy Savage? Oh my,
1: my God. Oh yeah, Here Benny Oh, thanks
0: for having me on the Sunday afternoon special. Oh yeah. Well, well, uh Mr. Savage, I uh I'm glad you could come on. Uh I wanted to get your opinions on the radical woke left. Oh the radical woke left. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah. No, I, no, I don't like like them, brother. Yeah. I think they're just a bunch of like Hulk Hogan who's trying to take Mr. Elizabeth, away from me. That's what the left does, brother. They go in there and they try and reap your mind. I'm on coke. <laughs> oh, we Just... I think we're really good Really, thing. thank you. We're really. It's very hard to do a Macho Man impression. Uh, anyway, With, without coughing afterward. Yeah, I know. I want to cough so bad because right you, you need cocaine to keep <laughs> talking. <right> <laughs> <time>. <laughs> okay, all right. So anyway, back to the criticism of Kenobi. Oh man, we're not even drunk. We're not high. Nothing. This nothing. is. We just had. We literally just had one beer. That one line of cocaine. That's it. <laughs> uh, anyway. That gave CJ <laughs> thirty seconds of Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so uh let's talk about the criticism again we keep driving off the rails here sorry right. um i think there is a decent cinematic uh there have been hateful comments towards moses ingram and uh, but there also have been i think it's also it, it's valid of a thing of like people just like well it's not gonna like this is this is not what we like about star wars um you know, because, because we like well, well, we don't like her not because her character is bad, well, not because sh- uh, of her of her color of her skin, but because we do think her character is not great. There is something I saw here. It's a meme. Uh, it shows uh, Moses Ingram as Riva, and the quote here, and I can't recall where the article is from, but it says Obi One is going to bring the most diversity I think we've ever seen in the galaxy before. Ingram told, oh, this is this is Moses Ingram talking about it. The Independent. To me, it's a long it's long overdue. If you got. Talking droids and aliens, but no people of color, it makes it doesn't make any sense. And clearly Moses Ingram has not watched the Star Wars product. And I will give you plenty of people who are of color or a different race in Star Wars. Uh Billy D. Williams, Lando Calrissian, the first black Star Wars character. Yep. Uh, fuck. Uh Grief Cargo, who is played by Carl Weathers. Yes. Uh, in the Mandalorian, we also uh, who else we have here? There's a there's a bunch of different characters here. We have John Boyega who played Finn. Boom. We have um, <clears throat> Sogatano played by Rosario Dawson. Uh, what's her name? Uh, if I recall correctly, in New Hope, yeah. it's
1: either a New Hope or Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. One of the X-wing pilots is is a black man. Okay, then th- yeah,
0: there. Well, uh, Lando Calrissian was the first like. Well known. Main ca- like main one of the black main characters. characters. Yeah. Okay. Uh John Carlo John Gian- Giancarlo Esposito. Uh Moth Gideon. Yeah. Uh they're even throwing people like uh Mando, Mando himself. Uh yeah. what's what's it? Pedro Pascal. Yeah. Uh the voice of Darth Vader. Yeah. Y- James Earl Jones. Boom. Th- Sam Jackson. Boom. I mean base Windu. I mean, it's it's a very it's a very funny and very silly little thing here. Like to say that there's no diversity in Star Wars? In there's so many characters. The Phantom Menace.
1: Yeah, he is chief of security to Queen Amidala.
0: Yeah, he's in there too. Boom. I can't remember. I cannot recall his name, but this pretty much it shows that quote from Moses Ingram and this whole swing of characters. Now I think, and this again goes to the thing of like no diversity. I'm like, well, there's plenty of diversity. I think maybe she's just saying for more characters uh, of a person of color to have more of a shine. And I think in that regard, okay, if you think about the two biggest colored uh, characters in Star Wars, it's Lando Carizian and Sam Jackson. Yep. And I guess you can throw James Earl Jones in there, too, but he was only the voice of Darth Vader. Um, I think the thing is, like, maybe it could be more of a thing of, like, of a political agenda, you mm-hmm. know? And we may lose listeners right now <laughs> from what we're saying. But I think there is a thing where, like, I don't think that should be taken into consideration of just, and just, and I think, really think we should wait and see how things play out. Cause to me, I am enjoying Kenobi, but I'm not enjoying it as I'm, as, as much as I thought I was going to. Yeah.
1: You know what? If we're going to talk about race being a, playing a part in, in Disney's productions and things like that, or, or, or any type of diversity where they're, you know, gay, straight, whatever. <clears throat> I think that there are better, there are better ways to promote those communities. Like, Look at look at the show Modern Family. Yeah, right. There's there's uh a, there's a gay couple. He he's the son of like the super right wing father with the Colombian wife. Right. Mm-hmm. Tastefully put in there. It's fucking hysterical. Both of those both of those guys are fucking fantastic. I love the acting. I love watching Modern Family. I've watched all of it a hundred times. I put it in the same league as Parks and Rec or The Office. It's a great show.
0: Yeah, very great show. You know what I mean. Compared to like the and like
1: almost underrated. every episode promotes like the the heritage of the Colombian the young Colombian boy or, or or anything like that or promoting promoting like you know gay pride like there's the one episode where uh, the ginger fellow gets bullied and like you know the other <laughs> the, uh his you know his partner stands up and like goes back to his country roots and fucking destroys the guy you know what
0: <laughs> I mean like it's a great fucking show one of my favorite moments like I saw a commercial in USA because they play a lot of reruns on that yeah. was I was watching Monday Night, Monday Night Raw years ago. And uh, it's like it's the uh, ginger guy's husband's birthday, and he pins up a flag. He's like everybody, follow the birthday flag. And he's like, "What did you call? Oh, oh, a yeah, 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 so like it's just, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah." I love when they do shit like that. So, yeah. so yeah, like, I agree with you in the sense that it can be done tastefully and it can be done the right way. Um, and I'm trying to think of like char- characters of that whole thing of like, like, uh, like a big. Like a Prominent gay character. Listen, I'm uh, just gonna I say, mean, I'm just gonna what, say it again. What does it matter or not,
1: people don't like Riva not because not because she's she's a, a black woman, but it's because her acting is cringy. Well, that is I, the reason. Like,
0: I, I think again, it's probably the character because apparently Moses Ingram is a very uh, acclaimed actor actress, and she has been in some from what I heard some pretty well uh, well done films, and she's done a great performance. I think I think it could be a thing of like. Like I think that uh, Ben Affleck, as like Batman, I think I true and, and then look at him as Daredevil, I think some actors are just not cut out for the Star Wars or the Marvel superhero yeah. realm of things. Yeah. Ben Affleck, in my opinion, I don't think cuts it as as a superhero. No oh, yeah. Um, I agree. With I that.
1: think I think maybe he should stick to robbing banks in fucking Boston. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I th- I think maybe had he had some better writing, he probably could have made his Batman pretty well done. There's all yeah. these reports and rumors that DC's offering like $30 million or $300 million to come back as Batman even though he's fucking done. Yeah, but what about Robert Pattinson? Well, Robert Pattinson apparently is like a different universe. Oh wow! That's and that's the thing I, I mentioned, Andreas, like months months ago when we did our, our Batman spoiler review. That I think DC should really try and separate itself from Marvel. I think they should try and do things where like things are in different universes, and maybe one day they can all come together because that's where they're really successful at. Like I mean, look at the Joker and then look at the Batman, like yeah, two, two different universes. Because you know we already saw Joker and and Batman, which is. Kind of a spoiler, but not because they released a video with a deleted scene with Joker. Uh, anyway, so my overall point is, I think I, I don't think Moses Ingram should get any of the hate that she's getting. Oh at, yeah, at, oh, like like any race, absolutely. any racist hate, like just criticize I, her acting. I think it is fair to criticize an actor if you don't like her performance or his performance, and I think it's it's important to take criticism because you learn from criticism and you help make your product better. Like I think if people really listen to this, they will listen to what we, what we said. And if they think, well, we don't like this take that you did. And if they're a reasonable person, they'll say, listen, I, I I don't think you really realize X, Y, and Z. Well, and I'd be a person of like, well, explain to me X, Y, and Z. If I don't understand, what is it that I don't get? I've always been a person of like, I want to hear what somebody else has to say because Mm. maybe there is something I don't get. And maybe there's a side of it that I don't see, but most people will just take it the other way around, like they fought like like when they fucking butchered Dave Chappelle when oh. when he talked like in that comedy special way he talks about how his transgender friend killed herself because oh yeah. Because other people of that community like were attacking her because she uh because she defended her friend. Yep. And that's again, I think this is the most political we've ever gotten this podcast. Let's yeah, yeah, let's, let's get let's, let's let's get to the Kenobi review. We're already 10 yes. 20 fucking minutes into this podcast. I think they should have they should have done away with the third
1: sister and and just used I the other uh, guy.
0: Yeah, I know. And I, the more and more the show goes on, the more and more I'm I'm worried that Rebels is retconned and I don't think he's going to show up at this point.
1: Yeah, like what if what if the what if the samurai dude had like not the, not the circular Inquisitor blade but like a fucking samurai
0: Oh, like a samurai hilled for his yeah. lightsaber yeah, like oh goes, my god that'd be yeah. so, oh man that'd be so cool and he'd be like Obi Wan, <laughs> son okay let fucked fuck that <laughs> he goes kenobi like that'd be so fucking dope yeah. um okay so episode four we only got a little bit of vader in this episode um i think reva probably did a better job in this episode and previous ones uh, she was smart placing the tracker on Lola. I remember you, before oh, yeah. the episode was over, It's like, they placed her on Leia. I'm like, how will they place her on Leia? And then technically. They, I mean, technically, yes, but they zoomed in on the yeah, yeah. on the droid, and it showed the red light, so it's being tracked that way. Uh, ben was, uh, with the help of the Imperial officer who helped her, helped him and Leia last episode, we saw O'Shea, uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. as, uh, oh, damn, V- Rixen Voss? V- Vexen Voss, I think his name. I is. can't remember what. I uh, don't know. He's a Jedi. Um, And that is Osea Jackson Jr. Um, uh, And that is uh, Ice Cube's son. You think this woman's going to become a love interest for Kenobi? No, absolutely not. No? No. And his, Obi-Wan Kenobi's love is Satine. No. That is his love. That is his true love. And that's why he didn't attack Maul, because he would truly turn to the dark side if he did. And that is Clone Wars references, and you need to watch Clone Wars. Uh, anyway, so... We saw that Kenobi was trying to get to this this base, which is based off of, off of a Mustafar moon. I think one of my favorite cinematic sequences of the episode was definitely when we see Kenobi and Vader in the back to tank. Oh, hell and yeah. We're, and they're having flashbacks. I really love that sequence. Um I really enjoyed Vader's short, but brief, brief time force choking Riva. Oh yeah, that was awesome. It like I, it seems I have
1: undead. I was hoping he was gonna do. fucking snap her neck.
0: Yeah, well, again, it's um, it's not gonna happen so soon, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think Riva's probably gonna die at the end of the series. I hope Obi Wan kills her. I don't think Obi Wan will kill her. I th- I think if anything, Vader will most likely kill her. Mm. Um, I think um another thing that's people getting criticism uh, apparently giving things like apparently they think young Leia is annoying I don't know if you heard about it's this it's a fucking kid Ex- exactly I'm like what the fuck she's
1: supposed to be annoying like, she's 10 years old yeah listen but, she is very politically uh, uh, you know advanced for a fucking like 9 year old she's, t- she's
0: she's a fucking genius for a 10 year old you yeah. know like again it's it's a whole thing of like you know you have to understand like she's a kid And we also have to understand, like, this is going to be driven towards kids in some certain way. Mm -hmm. I mean, what kind of fucking 9 or 10-year-old do you know that's not even a tad bit annoying? What kid do you know that's not (laughs) annoying? One of my favorite scenes of Step
1: Brothers is when they they beat up all the kids in the playground. (laughs) I fucking love that
0: episode. Exactly, because 40-year-olds act like 10-year-olds. Unpopular opinion, but Mm. kids need to get fucking hit nowadays. Um, unpopular opinion. Let's not talk about those things. <laughs> what? I got hit when I was a kid. I'm sure you got hit when you were a kid. We're I mean, fine. not a lot, but, you know, uh, par- people telling parents, with, pa- telling parents what to do with their kids is a completely different podcast. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so Ben was able to sneak inside the ship just outside the Mustafar moon. Um, I can't remember the lady's name, the commanding officer. She comes in, sneaks him in and we see Obi-Wan ignite his lightsaber and kill these two stormtroopers where Reva is about to torture Leia or whatever the fuck she's going to do to her. We see them escape but like one of the things that was so ridiculous was Kenobi with the coat and the hat and Leia's right there. He looks like he has a fucking giant tumor on the yeah. side of him. And then this uh the two those two uh rebels I guess come in. They save Kenobi and Leia and Osea Jackson Jr. picks them up. Um Again, like I think the most action was definitely Kenobi trying to sneak in him. The I think one of the coolest sequences was when he ignited his lightsaber, killed the one stormtrooper, turned it off. Yeah, it was. And then ignited the other one, just ignited the other side and kills him. Stealth Kenobi. Um, It also makes a lot of sense as to why Leia named her son Ben. Boom. This I like the little connections there. Um, Overall, though, I think it's strange to say. I think this is the weakest of the episodes so far.
1: Yeah, well, they they just morphed the whole episode around Obi-Wan going and getting Leia.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think the strongest episodes are like three, two, or one, and then four. Like, like two or one, I could flip-flop as to which one was better, but three yeah. is still the best. Yeah. We saw yeah, Vader and Kenobi. The there are also theories out there. Do you think that maybe Vader held back? 100% because he
1: wanted Obi-Wan to suffer. He didn't want Obi-Wan to die right away. Exactly. And De- I, death I, is too
0: sweet. And I just saw that cl- little uh, comic strip you were telling me about, I think, last week. When Vader is like surrounded by rebels. Like, all I see, oh, yeah. all I'm surrounded by are a bunch of dead men. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, God. You yeah. Y'all got fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like all um, of those dudes died. I think... I think we really are because Hayden Christensen is living up to his promise that we're seeing a more vicious Vader. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: how, I dude, mean, there's a part in that in that same comic book where like it's like one of those huge Rebel, rebel cruisers, like the huge ones that look like a bar of soap, <laughs> and like Vader just like reaches into the sky and fucking crushes it with the Force.
0: Oh yeah, really? Yeah. God damn, man. Anyway, um, I think next episode. We'll probably see Vader find Obi-Wan, or at least get close to finding Obi-Wan. And maybe it'll leave off to like a standoff between Kenobi and uh, Vader. I hope so. Maybe something like that. Um, But I think the big final boss battle will be episode 6. What?
1: What if episode 6, mid-fight between Kenobi and Vader, Vader's winning against Obi-Wan. And that's when Liam Neeson's Force Ghost steps in. And Hayden Christensen. I mean, I'm, why, why did I say that? Vader recognizes Qui Gon Jinn. Well, of course he would. Loses his shit for a second,
0: and Obi Wan slips away. Maybe. Um. That's very Harry Potter esque, though. Not true. Goblet of fire. Oh, come on. Look, <laughs> people are gonna say that. All right, we have two new hopes. Pe- people. Okay. Yeah, true. Anyway. <laughs> um, but I. I still like. We've had. We got no references to Qui Gon Jinn this week. We've had every tease of qui in this show from episodes one to three. I seriously hope he shows up at this point. He has to. Because I'll be very pissed if Liam Neeson does not show up in this show. Give me Liam. All the teases and then nothing. You fuckers. Anyway. Um, favorite part of this episode, what would you say it was? Of this episode? Yeah.
1: Reva getting choked.
0: Yeah, of course Reva getting choked. I have to say... listen. That actress is also smoking hot. Huh? Okay. Anyway, let's let's not d- divulge into this whole thing with Just you. Saying. Anyway, I think for me, it's probably Kenobi saving Vader, uh, uh, Vader, uh, Leia, where he like and kills the Star oh, yeah. Troopers. and yeah. then he like fucking kills them in the um, in the hallway. Hell yeah. Uh, anyway, let's uh, we kind of are somewhat pressed for time, so why don't we talk about Miss Marvel real quickly? Hell yeah. Um, I will say I am pleasantly uh, surprised. I really enjoyed that more than I thought I was going to. Miss Marvel, what a
1: surprise. Fucking home run out of right field. Caught me off guard. I thought it was going to be like a kid's thing. You know, like a Ned's Declassified Marvel Survival Guide. I love that show. I thought it was great too, but you know, we were all so much younger. If we watched that stuff nowadays, like we'd find some things funny, but other things we'd probably find cringy.
0: Yeah, and I really like the little like little comic book-esque stuff that
1: they're doing. Oh, yeah. Dude, the way that it was shot. What a fantastic cinematography.
0: I'm I'm liking the show. I like you know because we all have to remember who this girl is, Kamala Khan. There we go, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel. Um, you know, it's a typical thing of like a teenager. You know, wanting to be on their own, wanting not to be around their That's parents, good shit. who think they embarrass them. We've all been there before. Um, the i love the whole she's she's very much a daydreamer and i love the whole plan that she has and it doesn't go to fruition yeah at all like she thinks i
1: gotta say marvel did a fantastic job making you want her to become a superhero yeah like like most of the episode i gotta say i was just like all right like come on just give her
0: fucking powers already she's fucking dying over here and they gave her powers at the end of the episode yeah it's when she put on the uh the bracelet and I love the whole the, the, the very end again spoilers for Miss Marvel episode one where the mother's like you know like do you want to be uh, you know real person or do you want to be this cosmic daydreaming girl yeah. door shuts and then she sees her hand all like purple and she just dude, goes dude not cosmic. to get back
1: to this parenting thing but like you know with this, Look, look, you have strict parents. All of a sudden, you have a magical gauntlet, and now you're a fucking superhero. I'm not saying be strict on your kids so they become superheroes. What I'm saying is like, <laughs> don't be so strict that your kid goes out and does some fucking crazy cosmic shit.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know and what I mean? I lo- And I love that it's based on Jersey City because oh, she's, she's in the comics, she's from Jersey City. Um, I love when they get on the bus, and it's like, oh, dude, come on my bike. What are the chances of my bike still being there in Jersey City? Zero, 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 zero point nine percent Yeah, anybody who's listening to this. Anybody who's listening to this that doesn't know
1: that CJ and I are from New Jersey, like, I went to school in Jersey City, mm-hmm. and I saw a couple of
0: things that were, to, like... I used to work in Jersey City. Yeah.
1: I, I saw a couple, of, like, buildings that I recognize because one of, one of the shots, she's near Journal Square.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I thoroughly enjoyed that. I, I You know what? I think I'm really going to enjoy this show that I more than I think I am. And 100%, looking, dude. Um, it's in our fucking backyard. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um, I would say, is it... Who do you think is more likely? Because I think we could see a cam, yeah. a big cameo. Well, would I
1: like to see an Italian superhero from fucking North Bergen or something? Who knows? Hey, listen.
0: You need an Italian superhero. I'll talk to my buddy Mike Verna. Who's that? Uh, he's my uh, he's a pro wrestling friend of mine. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's, he's, he's Italian from Brooklyn, and his gimmick is he's the Man of Steel. Oh, wow. He's a good dude. Uh, anyway, so um, I think... We're probably going to see a pretty big cameo on this show towards the end of the season. For sure. For sure. I think it's going to be Captain Marvel. I'm thinking it's going to be Tiana Paris. Oh. I think it's going to be Photon. I think it's going to be uh Maria, <sighs> Monica Rambeau. I hope and so. And I think you need to chill the fuck out. Give me that Rambo. Do you think maybe? Well, maybe. (laughs) Give me that Rambo. (laughs) Rambo. I think we could. I I think it's plausible that we could see either one. I because what's the interesting thing I saw here is that it's a sponsored thing from from E News from their Twitter from their Twitter. I know it's E News. It was it was sponsored with
1: superhero. It was
0: sponsored and it showed up on my Twitter feed. Wow! And it said, "What cameo would you like to see?" And the choice for Miss Marvel, and the choices were Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, and get this Miles Morales Spider-Man. Now, I think, I don't know why they threw Miles Morales Spider-Man. I think the chances of him showing up in the show are extremely unlikely. They're negative. Extremely unlikely. However, I think maybe because he's a teenager as well. Um, maybe because he is a young kid, he's probably around the same age as Kamala Khan, I don't know. Um, I don't know if they have any history in the comic books together, I, I have zero clue about that, but I think this, this show has to, like, it has to have a pretty big after credit scene, because this will, after the show, it will be setting up the Marvels for Captain Marvel's third, uh, sorry, second, uh, movie, you know, because it's supposed to feature Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers, uh... Captain Marvel or Photon, Monica Rambeau, and then Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. So
1: Wow, and it's going to be called The Marvels. The Marvels. No. That's what
0: it is. Because originally it was supposed to be coming out in February of next year, and and then uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp was supposed to follow it in the summer. Now those movies have been switched, because Ant-Man and the Wasp's Mania is coming out in February of next year. And Quantumania.
1: Now,
0: and, and which was the Kang the Conqueror, the Kang Gangbang.
1: Do you remember when I was all fucked up and I was like, how many WrestleManias are in a Hulkamania?
0: yes vaguely <laughs> did we
1: do a podcast when you, you said that i can't remember probably at the like very beginning of of the pod
0: maybe and and i said this to you off mic but i think i am getting some kind of people are cold sore on my lip yeah i'm feeling it fuck i need to see if i have anything that can swell this thing down anyway
1: battery acid ah monkey box <laughs> <laughs> Is try, that- try, try toothpaste try leaving toothpaste on for an hour
0: I don't know if I can do toothpaste. I could. I could do, see. You just take a little, little dabble. Well, do I'll you. see. I'll see what I got. I'll see what I got. I mean, if, if I don't have anything, I'll use toothpaste. Toothpaste um, works good. But anyway, um, I, I think I'm pleasantly surprised, and the reviews are going very well for this show. Fantastic, even. Um, could it be better than some of the Marvel shows we've seen? I think better than some. Better than some. I think better than some. Better than some. I, I think. I think this is good. Probably, I. I think this could probably have a better critical response than Moon Knight. And hmm. I'll explain why because I feel like this gravitates more of a younger audience, a more general audience. They keep referencing the Avengers. Where it's like this is very much connected in the MCU, whereas Moon Knight really wasn't. You know, the only connection that we had in Moon Knight was uh, the ancestral plane for Black Panther, and then I think uh, what was that place that they went in the Falcon, the Winter Soldier, uh, Madripoor. Those were the only yep. connections from Moon Knight that we had, but nothing was ever overtly like said like, oh yeah, like the Avengers know Moon Knight or like Doctor Strange knows Moon Knight. I think. This will probably have me maybe more of a better response from a from a critical or fan perspective.
1: Yeah, I, I'm really surprised that, that the um, what's it called? I'm really surprised at how how poor Kenobi is doing in the ratings. Now that you talk about that, but
0: I know it's it, isn't that weird? Like, because right now it's I think such bullshit. Because I think Miss Marvel actually has a better Rotten Tomato score than Kenobi. probably does, and that's amazing to see. You Good know? for Kamala good guy, very good for kamala khan especially if they want her to be a big part of the mcu and Kamala I, Khan, i think she will be for many years to come um again I, I was just i'm just again i'm shocked by this i'm very shocked by the by how well the show is not by how well the show is doing but how much i liked it you know, you know
1: how everybody's doing those those harry potter um impressions harry. of voldemort <laughs> they're like harry potter the boy who lived come to die
0: what if instead of that he goes he goes come on, come on. <laughs> oh man I see like a video where it's like if Hogwarts was in New York it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not Leviosa, it's Levio! <laughs> Levio! Where are you going? Avana could put him in the trunk. <laughs> yeah, Avada put him in the trunk. <laughs> I don't know who that guy is, but he's yeah. fucking hilarious too. Um, yeah, I I would say, like, one of the, I think one of the funny best moments was, like, the t- the principal is, like, he's quoting Mulan to to Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Like Like, that's small. It's like, are you just saying the words from Mulan for me? Like, oh, yeah, I guess I am. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was a guidance counselor at first, but I guess he's the principal. I guess he's a. I don't know. I think he's the principal. I don't know. I I mean, I would think if he is saying over the loudspeaker to come to his office. I'd have to be a principal because only like the main principal's office or school office has access to the microphone. To the intercom. Yeah, to the intercom of the school. So I'd have to say it's that. You know, I install those devices. Yes, I know. Um, Real quickly, um, I will say for those of you who aren't like very adverse to like Miss Marvel's powers, her powers in the comics uh, are like supposed to be like she's like can stretch and make herself bigger. It's kind of like her powers are kind of like a similar thing to like if Ant-Man and Mr. Fantastic fused his powers together. What about like,
1: Ant-Man and Green Lantern?
0: What do you mean Ant-Man and Green Lantern? Cuz Green Lantern can like make all well, different things well, with the ring. Well, yes, but this is my thing with like um with her comic powers. Like it's, it's like they've changed her powers quite a bit. With this it's more or less where she has she gets her powers from some kind of item where the uh, the bracelet belonged to her grandmother. And it makes me think, like, well, who was her grandmother? Yeah, for real. Who was like, like, what was her grandmother doing? Like, was her grandmother uh, uh, a fucking superhero in Pakistan? M- many
1: questions, many questions. That's the other thing. This this first episode, uh, it posed a problem. She wanted to go to AvengerCon. Con.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: By the end of the show, the whole thing, the whole idea of the first episode had been like co- had come to fruition, and she was successful. She got to Avengers Con. She won the she won the contest. Right.
0: Now, where the fuck do we I go don't know from here? she actually won the contest, because when she, you know, hit the Ant-Man sculpture, like, it kind of, the head, the helmet, and everything, and then, and then that girl from her high school got hit yeah. with the giant Mjolnir hammer. Yeah. Um, all right.
1: Well, still, you know what I mean, dude. Like, everything, all the problems were solved at the end of the first episode. Now it can literally go anywhere again.
0: I mean, it can, and again, I'm not too adverse with, like, who her, uh who the villain is going to be because they really haven't set up who the villain is. Oh, wow. This really just seems like, you know, a typical kind of thing, like teenager trying to be cool and rebelling against the parents because the parent they think the parents are embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I wouldn't want my dad to dress up like the Hulk and make and my mom make me dress up like the Hulk when I was 17, 16 years old to go to a Comic-Con. I wouldn't want to do that. I'd say, no, I'm good. I'll, I'll stay home. Solid uh, as a rock. Solid as a rock. Yeah, so... I mean, how many episodes are going to be in this? I think maybe, like, again, six. The Marvel Standard. Yeah. Um, the Marvel but, Standard. The Marvel Standard. The number of the beast. Six. Six, six. <laughs> that's, like, that's Bruce Dickinson after he lost his voice. Hell, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know who uh, I feel bad for? Who? Vince Neil. Why do you feel bad for Vince Neil?
1: Because all he does is now when they have Motley Crue shows, oh. he goes out there, and he's all, like, every lyric is either, a
0: guy! Yeah, Let's like, go! You know, he can't. He
1: sounds think. like somebody's stepping he's on a rat that's plugged into an electrical socket.
0: He's so fat, too. I know,
1: like his guts hanging out, it's beer's like, dripping down his nipples. He's
0: just—he
1: <laughs> <laughs> looks. He looks he you know, looks like somebody pulled him out of a VFW.
0: Yeah, it's like <laughs> him and like David Lee Roth just don't sound good. I mean, David oh, Lee Roth never yeah. sounded good to begin with. He was never a great singer. No. Uh, he but, was a party singer. Yeah, I mean, when I mean, when this could become a music podcast. I'm sorry. And no, it's okay. I like talking about music. It's Hell like yeah. it's funny. Uh you know, I fucking I'm sure we uh I don't know, I'm sure there'd be many other well actually you know Tom Morello was an Iron Man one. Oh really, Tom Morello, the guitar player of Rage Against Machine. That's fucking he, awesome. he was one of the soldiers going to check on this cave uh, where they were keeping Tony Stark. Fuck, I remember reading that in an article, and it, strangely enough, Tom Morello does a lot of like cameo stuff. Mm. He's been on Star Trek a bunch, Next Generation. He was like one of those um, one of those uh, guards in the red suit and the red shirts that just dies. They play
1: war pigs at the end. No, at the end of the second Iron Man. Or at the beginning of the first Iron Man.
0: I don't remember. I know they played... Obviously, they played Iron Man. A lot of Sabbath. Uh, Well, yeah, obviously. Did they play War Pigs in one of the Iron Man? I could have sworn. I mean, I don't one know. One of the
1: Iron Man movies. They played War Pigs. Hmm. But, like,
0: dude, throw an Ozzy cameo in there. You know what I mean? It would have been nice. But now it's like, Ozzy, like, he's on his lap. <laughs> he'll just fucking... He'll be there playing chess with Stan Lee. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that how fucking cool would that have been if you like in the second Iron Man instead of like Elon Musk it was Ozzy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like hey Oz hey Tony it's fucking crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right Oz get on your meds yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fucking great or like a prof- like Ozzy performing or something yeah performing that it, like been, his
1: birthday party or something like that that would have been really cool. See?
0: See? I mean, I mean, uh, DJ... That's a Tony Stark birthday. Yeah. Oz, the that, fucking Black like, Sabbath is I, playing I, at your birthday. Well, I don't know about Black Sabbath, but at the very least, Ozzy Osbourne yeah, singing yeah, yeah. Iron Man at your birthday. Yeah. That would have been pretty that fucking would be cool. That sick. Oh, man. Listen to us. We're just redoing the, the Marvel, <laughs> Marvel let's just, Universe. Let's just rewrite it all. Let's just rewrite the entire <laughs> Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I think we're going to cut it off here, man. Right. This is a bit of a short one, but... um. But we're both tired. It's all right. It's like 10 o'clock by the time we're done doing this. You
1: can't always run the full
0: race. No, we can't do the full hour sometimes, you know. But they should get enough people through the day. Fuck yeah. You know, if you have a long commute back home or a long commute to work, they should help you out.
1: Listen, my lunch break is exactly 45 minutes long, and I think that by the end of this... It's going to be about 45 minutes long.
0: <laughs> I got uh, I got the full hour for my lunch break.
1: Boom. Well, I, hey, I have two breaks. Oh, you fucker. I take a, I take a breakfast break from 9 to 9.30, and then I take another break from 12 to 12.45. 12 You're a son of a bitch. Hell yeah. So now you know what times you can call me in the day.
0: All right. I'll probably forget once yeah. this
1: is over. Dude, I love getting paid for eight hours and only working six.
0: <laughs> oh, you lucky bastard. Anyway... That'll do it for this episode of Fan Speculation. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. If you did not listen to last week's episode, please go ahead and listen to it. Because I released my band, Hollow Heroes' (laughs) debut single, Boom, Save Me. I almost said Alone. I always get that one and the song we did last year confused. Uh, (laughs) uh, With the name titles. Anyway, Save Me is up on our Previous episodes uh, stream. We can find us on Spotify, Apple uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, and all the fun podcast apps. We'll be releasing that. We have a video coming out for it, a uh, graphic uh, video. Which we should be releasing within the next couple of weeks or so. So please stay po- posted. Please stay posted on that. Stay posted. Uh, if you want to stay posted on all that stuff, you can follow us on ho- at Hollow Heroes Band on Instagram. Uh, again, uh, I wouldn't plug this stuff. But I didn't think we had some really important things going on and it's our podcast I can do what the fuck I want oh uh, um, yeah <laughs> this is America only uh, yeah. <laughs> only in America <laughs> <laughs> anyway so uh, if you like what you hear of the podcast please give us a follow at fanspeculation underscore pod on Instagram give us a follow on Twitter at fanspeculation no spaces all no underscores all one word there uh, what did you guys think of Kenobi uh, what do you think about the criticism they're getting what do you think of Miss Marvel episode one let us know on our social media platforms so thank you all so much that was a bit of a burp there so much for listening to this episode of Fan Explaination for CJ Palmisano and Vinny Green. Thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Kamala Khan. The Khan Gang Bang.